So continuing the discussion of the Chamesh Sinuim, the five things that we refrain from on Yom Kippur, so we're going to go out of order here. We're going to talk about Tashmish Shemitah. There's a, so the Mishnah says of Tashmish Shemitah on Yom Kippur. There is no Chiv Kares on this. Machlekes again, if it is an Isra Daraisa or an Isra Darabanan. Either way, the Shochnarach and Simon Tafresh Tazvav and quoted in Chayadam in Klau Kuf Mem He quotes that Yom Yom Asr Shemitah. And then he says, V'asr liga be'ishta kilu hinida, and it's asr to touch one's wife as if she's a nida. V'chein asr lishon imishta b'amita. Additionally, it'll be asr to sleep in the same bed, just like it is prohibited when one's wife is a nida. If you look in the Maharil, the Maharil is the source for all the Menhagim of Ashkenaz. He says all the halachas of nida would apply on Yom Kippur, and that's how the Mishnah Baruch Paskins, and therefore, according to the Psak. In, uh, in the Ashkenazi circles, I'm not sure what the Sephardim hold, but at least according to the Mishabura and the Maril, all the halachas of Simon Kuftzadi Hay in Yeridea, which is the Isser of passing things, of throwing things, of Nagia, all those things are Usser on Yom Kippur, as, as there's an Isser of Tashmash Hamita. There is a, there is a, there is a discussion based on the, the Taz quotes from the Aguda, that perhaps this whole Isser of, of uh, Harchakas, all the Chumras, of sleeping in the same bed, of Liga Ishtay, perhaps all these things are only by night, when people are more relaxed, but by day, Yom Kippur itself, you have the Tzumah Shoyam, it's Yom Kippur, it's a serious day, there will be no need to refrain from passing things, and from you know throwing things, and Perhaps one could be makel by day. However, all the Achorinim, Kemat, all the Achorinim argue on the Taz, and he say, if you look in Shachanar, there's no difference between day and night. That's the halacha. The minog is, we are, we are machmir, even by day as well. There, there are a few places that, that do say it's mutter by day. The Aruch HaShuchan says, he, he thinks the minog that we're makel by day to pass things and not be so makbid on the Harchakais, obviously Tashra Shemitah is Asr, that, that's, that's Beferish Mishnah, but the Harchakais, perhaps one can be make up by day, the Benishchai, and some other Paiskim are make up by day, and therefore, Rav Shlom Zaman Orbach says, B'makin Tzarech Gado, I would give you an example, would be, let's say, someone has to carry up a uh, stroller, a heavy stroller, so anyways, in Hilchus Nida, one could probably be make we spoke about this a few months ago, Rabbi Vadi Yosef is make on something very heavy, that there's no Chiba uh, there, but one could be makel on the hachakas. Another example of Shlomo Zaman says would be if there's a, let's say there's a bris on on Yom Kippur, and a couple were they have the honor they have the keyboard of doing kvater of bringing the baby in for the bris milah. So typically you have to uh, you pass the, the, the you pass the baby from husband to wife and back to the wife. So. Can they be makel and, and just pass it typically, or do they have to put it down on the table? So, and if one is a nida, so technically it's asr. There are those that are makel because it will be embarrassing to put it on the table. So to here, if Shlomazamarobach says that one could do it typically, first of all, it could be uncomfortable and awkward to put it on the table and not so safe. Additionally, since the taz is makel by day, so b'makim tzarech, we could be makel that there is no problem of her chakos, by day, and one could pass the baby uh, by, by, by a bris. Okay. Let's move on to another one of the Hamishas you know, and One of them is Rechitza, is bathing. So, there's no specific Isser of bathing 
for the for just having water on your body. That's not usher. The isser is according to the Shulchan Aruch is rechitza shaltainug having uh, enjo- uh, uh, enjoying. I'm sorry, having taking a bath that's that is tainug. It's enjoy. It's you're enjoying the bath. So, an example would be someone's washing his hands. He likes to wash his hands. He's washing his hands. So that would obviously be usher. When would it not be usher? So let's say a person's doing it. Not for tining. He's not doing it for enjoyment. You're doing it to get rid of dirt. To, to uh, let's say a person changes a diaper. So their hands are dirty. So they're allowed, they're allowed to wash that part of their hand in order to get rid of the, the dirt. Tsaya, all those things will be mutter. Let's say a person has a nosebleed. You could wash the place where, where you know, what's full of blood. If someone gets their hands dirty... All those things would not be a problem of rechitza shel taina because you are not getting enjoyment. And even if you do enjoy it, the primary intent here is to get rid of the dirt. Now, the issue is cold water, hot water. So a person really has to think about when you're, if you're about to wash your hands in Kippur, why are you washing your hands? If you're doing it specifically because I have dirty hands. And it's mutter, or something. Your arm is dirty. Someone fell in mud, and they want to wash off that part. That would obviously be mutter, but otherwise, there is an iser of rechitza on Yom Kippur. One is not allowed, to, not allowed to bathe, and the iser of bathing applies to anything. Even a small finger would be an iser of bathing. <clears throat> what about washing one's face in the morning? So halachali, it's also aser. The only hetter would be if a person can't function, they literally cannot function unless they wash their face in the, in the morning. So then it will be mutter because they're not doing it for tiny, they're doing it just to be able to get by the day. So it will be mutter. Additionally, if someone has, let's say, his eyes are crusting over from the morning, so the Mishnah Brewer says, B'Shasad Chak, a person, you know, you can't, you can't get it off. So then you could take ma'atmaim, a little water, and use that to wipe off your eyes. That would be fine. What about in general washing for in the morning? So there's a discussion of rechitza shal mitzvah, of washing for a mitzvah. We really don't have too many times where we actually wash for a mitzvah. You know, in the time of the base of Mikdash, obviously the Kain Gadol would, would bathe, he would go into the mikvah on Yom Kippur several times. You look in the Musaf of Yom Kippur, often he's going to, he's washing his hands, Kiddush the Viraglov, he is going to the mikvah. Obviously that would be mutter. Today we don't really have tefillah, Shal mitzvah, and therefore the, the halachas we do not go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. There are those tzaddikim that did, but for the general klal, general people, we do not go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. And you don't just you don't wash your hands the shame mitzvah. However, there are certain times where we do wash your hands because of some type of mitzvah. One of them would be if someone is if someone is eating bread on Yom Kippur. Let's say they're sick. And the doctor told them they have to eat. The Rav told them that you have to eat on Yom Kippur. And they want to eat bread. So they have to wash for Hamaitzi. So there we paskin, yes, you have to wash for Hamaitzi. That's a that's a rechitza uh, shal mitzvah. And therefore, you would wash your entire hand uh, for Hamaitzi. However, let's say, that, what about the washing one's hand in the morning? So when we wash our hands in the morning, there's no real chiv of washing your hands. It's either mishum ruach you have uh, some some type of evil spirit gets onto your hands, and the only way to get rid of it is by washing your hands. So in that in, in that situation, we say, okay, so wash up until the rush bites, which means just wash your fingers all the way till that knuckle, 
You can wash your fingers, but you cannot wash past your fingers because that is not necessary to get rid of Ruach Ra. Although during the year we're makbid to try to wash the entire hand, but at least for Yom Kippur, we could rely that all you need to do is wash your fingers. Many can say the same applies to washing your hands for davening. That the reason why you wash your hands for davening is Mishim Nikias, to have clean hands. So as long as you, you wash your fingers and you see you visibly see that your hands are not dirty, so you can wash up until your knuckles for davening as well. What about duchening? Kahanim that go up to duchen, so the Levian wash their hands. So there, all the can say that they should wash the entire hand, since that's that's a rechitzah shemitzvah, like going to do that voida in the base of mikdash. Therefore, you wash your you wash the entire hand prior to duchening, and you do not only wash up until your uh, up until the fingers. There are a few more heterim. Akala, someone who recently got married. So the halacha is the first 30 days after her, her after getting married, she's allowed to wash her face. Shalot tizgana abayla, in order not to look uh, repulsive in the eyes of her husband. The chayadim says that today, uh, her husband's in shul anyways the whole day. So if he's not going to see her anyways, there will not be a heter to wash your face. <clears throat> What if someone goes to the bathroom? So if you go to the bathroom and let's say he did not get his hands dirty, his hands are clean, so is he allowed to wash his hands after after using the facilities? On one hand, he might want to wash his hands. There are those that held that every time you go to the bathroom, you have to wash your hands, and you want to be able to say the brach of, of Ashi Yatzar with clean hands. On the other hand, no pun intended, he did not get his hands dirty. And many Paiskim hold, if you didn't get your hands dirty, you do not need to wash your hands. So what should you do? So the Paiskim say, if a person does use the facility and he did not get his hands dirty, at the very least, he should, he should, he should touch Mekayimus Mechasim, put his hand inside a shirt, touch somewhere that's a little sweaty, and everybody would agree that in that case, you have to wash your hands. So then you'd be able to wash your hands and be yoitza, all the shitas, and be able to make the bracha of Ashiyatzar with clean hands. That's how a person should act if they did not get their hands dirty while using the facilities. What if someone is washing for a refua? They're not doing it for comfort or to, to, uh, to enjoy uh, a bath, but they're doing it in order to alleviate some pain. So the halacha is, if it's just ktsas uh, refua, minor discomforts, the mishabur says that we're not makeup for. But if it's Let's say a person has a migraine headache, and the only way for them to get rid of this or it would help alleviate a lot of the pain would be to put their head into water, even warm water that was heated before Shabbos, before Yom Kippur. So there it will be mutter to, to, to bathe if it's Mishim Rafua. The same would apply to a woman who recently gave birth. If she needs to take a, even a bath, if it was heated before Yom Kippur, you, had a, uh, you took water from the urn or figured out another way to do it. So halacha is for a chayla, there's no isra rechitza in general for a chayla. And here it's not a rechitza shatanik if it's done specifically to heal. So you have to figure out what that means before your mako. But a migraine headache, person knows they have to wash their face in order to feel good. So then they'll be mutter because it's not done rechitza shatanik. It's not specifically to enjoy it. Relaxing, it's done to get rid of tsar. There's another discussion when it comes to tsar, and that is using mouthwash. So halach is, we, even on a regular fast, one is not allowed to wash their, their mouth out with water because we're concerned that, water, that they will swallow the water. 
But mouthwash is not water, so there's no concern. So typically on a fast day, one is allowed to use, you know, Listerine or, uh, or, or any, any type of mouthwash on a fast day because that's not considered food and you're not eating it. So on Yom Kippur, Mechaira, you would assume it should apply. However, there's another Isra on Yom Kippur, which we're discussing right now, which is the Isra Rechitza. One is not allowed to wash oneself. So even if you wash yourself with shampoo, you wash yourself with mouthwash, that is called Rechitza. That's called washing. It doesn't have to be edible. So therefore, one is not allowed to use mouthwash on Yom Kippur because you're washing out your mouth, and that would be an Isra Rechitza. However, as we just have seen, the Isra Rechitza is only when it's considered a Rechitza Shatayna, when you're having uh, enjoyment from the washing. So the Paiskim say, this has to be uh, delicate, but the Paiskim say, if someone is Vitsar Gadol, which means they're in a lot of discomfort, it is very, extremely uncomfortable for them to not use mouthwash, so then some Paiskim would be Mako and say, oh, it's Tsar Gadol, so then the Isra I'm sorry, so the so the Isra doesn't apply because it's being done the Rafua and not Latinog. Every person is different um, as far as what is called Sargado for them. A person should definitely, you know, speak to a Paisik before just using mouthwash on Yom Kippur. It is a question of an Isra maybe an Isra But the one heter would be is if it's considered a Tsar, so and Tsar, we are makel on rechitza, and because it's mouthwash and it's not it's not considered food, there will be no problem of achila. The only is, the only iser here would be rechitza.